Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Three beers later. Okay. Okay. We just started the episode. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. That's how we do it. And from here, everything that we say is on the episode. That's true. That's... That's how it works. Road game it's again, Mark. We're back I love on it. the road. What is it, like five of the last six? I don't know, man. We've been, like we've been everywhere. Where are we at tonight? Tonight we're at Cosmic Eye Brewing in the old Laser Quest building, which is awesome. Uh, we are joined by Michelle Riggins. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Sam's not here. Sam's here. He's just ordering some parts and fixing problems. Well, and, sure. I, you know. How it goes. I mean, you know, he and I—we've got a history, button heads a little bit. Wow. So I just—I just assumed he, he saw me come in and said, "No, I'm out. Uh-oh. I'm out." Uh-oh. So. And he has a way better beard than me. So does he have a beard currently? Still? He does. Oh yeah. I, mean, yes. I was gonna say, if he didn't, that would be crazy. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. So. How long has that been a thing for him? Like, when's the last time? Have you uh, ever seen him clean shaven? Yeah. No, he's shaven I think twice since we've been together. Yeah. Which we've been together. Uh, I have to always remember how old my kids are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 16, 17 years? Yeah. So. So you've seen yeah. cheek skin twice? Yeah, twice. <laughs> yep. Yep. Smart, because so. if you take the weight on a bearded guy, if you take away the beard, it's just not good. Yeah, well, it's weird because I don't know what he looks like really without it, so. But that's just what he looks like. Yeah. So, like, that's fun. Yeah, so it's always that's weird good. when he decides to shave it off. What? What brings that about? And maybe we should be asking him, not just you. Like but like on some weird just, whim. Yeah. Like, and needs to go. I just, and then it's gone. And maybe it's a mustache for a day. <laughs> and then, and then it's gone for a little while. And then it grows back in, and you know we roll for. I'm 10 jealous years. of it. I, I, I see him, and I see you know Colby. You're years Colby down. Wood. What's going on? Well, yeah. I, I, What's the deal? I was maybe about where you are. Right now, yeah, I'm just an average place. It just it, it gets to that point. It starts like flaring out on me. It, it just I feel like I have no control. You over gotta anything. commit. Yeah, I know, but in the meantime, it's rough. Why are you so sweaty? I'm always sweaty. You know this. I do. Yeah, I'm sweaty. But I'm still gonna ask. Them. I'm sorry. I'm sweaty. Here, this here is we delicious are. Beer. Awesome. Well, okay. What are you drinking? Fest beer. This is what just what I get like. If I go into a brewery, I'm just like, and well, it's on, obviously. Oktoberfest. And they're all, you know, pretty much the same, just with small, slight little differences. Yeah. You, you think but, so? Like, 
if we if we had a I don't know if we, if we could t- I wouldn't be able to identify which no three, no but there would be small differences There's definitely small differences I, I think they're I think it's a wider range than than maybe you're giving it credit for maybe maybe it, maybe it is. if we're ever back in the studio I've got a bunch saved up and we can we can I just am really in the mood like I'm in the, I'm in the season right now I hear you. yeah we had it oak aged it's already gone though so but it was very good. It was very good. I got a crowd over that. I made sure, like the day you guys released something. Like, I yeah. need that one. Yeah. It was good. It went so pretty quick. We're talking. We're coming up on two years. We're at two years. Yeah, we're actually we are at two years. So our official two years was October third. We had a soft open. We op- we did a two day soft open. Yeah. Which was October first and second. But I always feel like the third was our like legit opening day to the public. Wow. And so All yeah, right. we're right at two years. Take us through that two year journey. What happened October 4th? <laughs> <laughs> Every day since that day. <laughs> no, but I feel like, you know, that's a, that's what a good What about length. October 5th? <laughs> right. That's a good length of time. You guys are, I, I don't know if you feel established, but I feel like you're sure. established in the scene. I feel like point. we're definitely uh, in, in our groove. Mm-hmm. We've come into, I think, who we are by this time. I think when we first opened, people were... Like, what is this? Sure. Because it's very, like, beer, beer. Yeah. That's very much what we're into. Um, So, you know, helping people understand why that is and what we're about and, you know, the tradition of brewing and being respectful to that has, you know, been part of this journey. So... Is there... Other than personal preference, you know, is that something you guys chose to do to stand apart from from other breweries or, or is it just you, you brew what you like no not necessarily i mean we, we brew what we like so sam really likes the kind of beers that he brews yeah. it's what we drink um prior to opening um sam hey everybody sam. In the room. Hey. Um, <laughs> but so prior to opening um sam brewed in our garage like we were a production brewery so Getting those recipes down, and yeah. you know, um, what did you do with all that beer? We drank a lot. We drank, we drank <laughs> a we lot of beer. We just prepped to open a brewery. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's all very sort of traditional styles, and I think he uses a lot of new ingredients though too. So it's you know, kind of working those in and being creative, but still like staying really true to to those traditions. Well, you, so. you, you say that, but you're, you're drinking a lime beer right yep. now. You know, that that's ab- about yeah. as crazy as, yeah. as, as you get. Yeah. You got to throw a couple of those things in, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we don't do too much. I mean, this is... So, <laughs> I feel like as we were, like, he was building the recipes and things were happening at home, definitely it was like, hey, you know, we this is really a good thing and let's do this thing. So... There are some weird ones in there, but not too many, honestly. Really, I feel like most of them are. Well, with like that, with like that beer, like when Sir Limes a lot first came about, like I started seeing like kettle sour stuff was becoming more and more popular. Uh-huh. Um, not just in big breweries, but really across home brewing community. Like it was, it was nuts, man. We can cuss on here, right? Yeah. yeah. Encouraged. Thought, yeah, yeah, right. I, I, I thought so. <laughs> we right. cuss a lot. We cuss a lot. Yeah. A lot. 
Same. So, you know, I mean, like, kept, there like, you go. Someone had to break the scene. It was about about the same time I left Nebraska Brewing, like, really, kettle sours kind of started taking off. You know, you really saw um, a couple big, bigger breweries kind of put kettle sours out. Like, the first one I really saw was Bell's Oarsman, okay. um, which is one of my favorite beers that they ever did. Um, but just like that kind of style of like sour beer just started really becoming popular. Um, you know, you can turn them around a lot quicker than like traditional sours. Um, I think a lot of people still get really hung up on, oh, it's kettle sour, right? Yeah, but right. like, I'm not trying to sell They don't like it for that reason? Yeah, I mean, there were a handful That's of breweries weird. early on that were like trying to like throw kettle sours in bottles and sell 750s for $25. And so I think that's where a lot of that initial pushback came from. Um, you know, I mean, like, if you look at Leipzig-style Gozas, you know, those are essentially a kettle sour beer. And, you know, it's a style that's 150-plus years old or whatever. Um, so, you know, I think there were a lot of breweries that were trying to pass it off. Not that it's not a good product and not that it's not a premium product, but they were trying to sell it as a that long-term, it's been in a food or it's been in a barrel. Sure, We've had sure. it around for you should eight, be lining 18 up out the months, 24 yeah. months, 36 months, five years, whatever. So a lot of breweries early on were trying to sell kettle sours as these like long-term, like expensive products to make. Um, and so the thing with kettle sours for me is we're not trying to sell them as twenty dollars seven fifty, yeah. right? We're their line price with our six packs. Well, they, that's how I view them. Is it's, right. it's a really approachable sort of beer, right? You know? They're 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 way less time consuming to make. There's a lot less fudge factor in like oh this barrel sucks and we've got to dump right. We've got to dump this whole barrel that we made. These eight are cool. This one sucks. These five are cool. This one sucks. So you know it's just it's a, you have a lot more control over them. But like I, I saw these kind of kettle sours popping off, and so we were like, "Ah, this is fun. Let's do it. Let's check it out." And really, like, pretty much any of the kettle sour beers that we did really kind of sprung off the first one. And I, the first one I did was just clean, nothing to it. But, you know, it's minimally hopped, um, pretty simple malt bill with just some wheat and some pilsner malt. Yeah. And you know, once I fermented it out and tasted it, it was like. Oh, we can do this with it. We can do this with it. We can do this with it. And from from there, we kind of took um, and expanded on the malt bills for some bills. So you know, we're we've kind of moved into having a new uh, kettle sour, seasonal sour every every single quarter now. And I've gone to changing the malt bills on them, changing the hops in them, changing what we do to them. Um, so, you know, instead of just having like kind of one baseline thing that's like all the same thing, we kind of took the idea of that first one and like, oh man, and the margarita thing was like, it was just immediate. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, the second I tasted it, I was like, whole, I mean, Famous Golfer and this both yeah. kind of came, yeah. like, they just kind of both came in my head at the same time. And it was really in the first couple sips of the first cattle sour I did. And like this one made the most sense because you know the it already had we already threw the salt in it and um, and I was like and the hops that I used on that first one were mandarina with Bavaria which already have a lot of that like bright citrusness to them already and so it was just like holy shit we got to do this we got to do this margarita thing and the other thing was the black tea and then the next time I brewed them it was like those were the two beers we made and it was like oh man I've been waiting like. 
yeah, like five years to put this really? sirloin's a yeah. lot out, Ow. right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but just yeah. because it hasn't fit in the rotation, yeah, or? it just didn't really. We never really found a place for it to fit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, and even like now, releasing it now this time of year, it was like shit. Like we're gonna <laughs> we'll switch it up. Like next you know, year. and I think next year what yeah. we'll do is we'll probably flip flop. This will be our early summer sour when that hot yeah. weather yeah. drops, and then um, famous golfer will do later and. Um, Hope, hope all the golfers still want to drink it later. <laughs> that too. seems right. I mean, shit, dude. It's like it's like yeah. ninety degrees in October right, right now. So it's like, not a shit. yeah, right. <laughs> so how much do you get to kind of experiment with stuff? You know, because you're you're working on commercial scale now. Yeah. Right? Like if you if you mess up, it, it it's a lot of beer. Right. So I still have my homebrew system here. Okay. Um, I've seen you and buy a pile of beers all the time. Oh, you betcha. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I we just basically turned over the whole back of the brew ha- brewery operations. Uh, we lost our two brewers in the last few months, um, so they didn't die. They didn't die. They're they're both alive. You just can't find them. They're, they're both dead alive us. and have other jobs. They're fine. They're fine. They're not gone because we couldn't pay them either. Like, just squash that rumor. I I heard that. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, no. People talk. You know, it's, yeah, it is what it is. Um, we shouldn't have said that on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is where beer rumors start. Yeah, right? Um, so, zero. <laughs> uh, you know, I've really got to the point where we were trying to do, like, a pile of beer once a, once a week. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we're, we're just doing those on my homebrew system. We end up getting about 12 gallons of beer off of those. Uh, and you know, I'm constantly on forums. I con- I constantly get emails from suppliers. You know, there's you constantly see other brewers doing other things on Facebook. So there's there's always something new to try. Um, whether it's a new yeast, a new hop, a new malt, a new process, a new this, a new that. Um, you know, there's just these endless combinations of new things you can do. Um, and I mean, quite honestly, it's, it's, it becomes overwhelming and I have to, I have this OCD thing in my brain that I have to like, there's all this noise and I have to like, be like, and like, I've gotten better about like turning those things. Like, you know, I'm always thinking about how do we do this and like make it either, how do we make this beer later or how do we involve what we're doing on the pilot system in our bigger brewing. Um, So in the last year and a half, I mean, we've really focused a lot on like new yeasts um, and I've figured out a lot of really crazy things um, with with new yeast strains. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's so much you can pull from all the time. One thing I'm always fascinated by is is how brewers resist the urge to tinker with stuff because that would be my yeah, inclination, right. inclination is right. I've been brewing this beer for a yeah, long time. Right. I think yeah. it could be better or different yeah, or whatever, yeah. but people expect it to be, you know, I want that short beer, right? right. Like I want yeah, it to yeah. be what it is yeah, every right. single time. So we've gotten to the point, it's probably been really in the last like six to eight months where instead of like really doing like big swing <clears throat> things, we're um, like really... Fine tuning, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah. We've gone from the, we've gone from the. What malt? What malts do we really want to use for this? Because I mean, really, anything that I did at home, there's really not much that we've moved here that's the same. Really. Um, 
it's the same idea, it's the same concept, I'm chasing the same flavors, um, but <laughs> every, every, every brewery system is different, yeah. that's what's yeah. crazy, because like, I could, take, I could take all our recipes down to White Elm and go to Bruin. It'd be different. And huh? they'd be totally really? different. They really would. Huh. Um, and, you know, the, the same. Colby could bring a recipe over here and brew That's it on crazy. here, and it would, Just it would come out different. From looking at the outside, you know, everything looks so... And, and not that it's not, but it looks so sterile that I just assume yeah. it, it, it's it's all just kind of the same deal. Yeah. It is and it isn't, uh-huh. right? I mean, like, the way you move things through are the same, but your system might heat up faster. Mm-hmm. That changes it. Um, you might be able to move something from one vessel to another faster. That changes everything. Wow. And it's just, it's all these little small things that make your brewery your brewery. Mm-hmm. And when you see breweries move from like brew pub kind of stuff to like big production yeah. facilities, yeah. it's a lot of work to redial those beers in. Um, it's, a, it's crazy. Cause like, you, you know, like, so, in Omaha, like when I was at NBC, um, we went um, from Papillion to La Vista, whole different water supply. Huh. Oh wow! Right, and yeah. so um, you know we I, I don't use it here either, and we didn't at NBC. We don't have a didn't have a RO system, so you know breweries that are using reverse osmosis, you're you're basically stripping your water down to nothing, right? Right. Well, we were talking to the, the uh, cross cross drain. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So you know if you have a RO system and you're using super I mean it's it's H2O yeah, you know yeah. I mean it's it's as pure as water gets um, so if you're brewing off of that it's one thing but if you're trying to rely on just your municipal water source well, kinda, it's completely I different I kind of like the idea of using what the city has I yeah, think it gives you some, yeah. some flavor that's part of my philo- that's yeah. part of my philosophy I mean we have good water here yeah um, our water really excels for like amber ales, porter colored beers. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could make a bad amber ale. In really? I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> I started making a bunch of amber ales a few years ago just to see, and like every time I was like, "Holy shit!" You were like, "Remember that?" Like you were just. I was just like, "God, maybe we should just make beers this color." Because um, there, the, like, there's just something with our water that excels with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we use water as, as an ingredient, um, and you know, everybody else does too, but like, out of all the things, like, I can't grow barley here, you know, we can't really, we don't really have a lot of raw materials that are right here, um, you know, the closest... So it's like a character, like it's... Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah. you know, it's the, you know, terroir, for yeah. lack of a better term, right, like, yeah. you know, the closest hops we can get are really from... Uh, Plattsmouth. Plattsmouth, and... Um, you know, even that's 50 miles away. So, like, to me, outside, that's not necessarily local anymore to yeah. me. Yeah. And so, you know, the one thing that we do have that's our ingredient is our water. Um, so I try to make as few water adjustments as we can. Um, we use a little bit of lactic acid for mash pH uh, adjustments. And then we use really just a little bit of calcium chloride and gypsum. And that's it. Um, yeah. You know. So also not being a chemist, right? You know, <laughs> well, right. like you know, like well, that's that's the thing. So you know, we, we talked to the the cross guys, and I was like, dude, like, are you like a 
a fucking scientist? Yeah, like, and Bob, he is. You know, Bobby's an Bobby engineer. Is. Bobby, yeah, 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 right. And he was like, yes, yeah. I yeah. am yeah. a scientist. Are yeah. you a scientist? No, I, I'm a social <laughs> studies teacher. <laughs> Also something I couldn't so- do. So. I'm into the soft sciences. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, for me, like, you know, water adjustments are, aren't are not important, right? Yeah. But, like, I think it's one of those things that so many brewers, like, jump the shark with. Like, you know, it's like, if the last time you took chemistry was in your junior year of high school right. when you're fucking 40 years old, <laughs> like... Uh, you know, probably not. You know, and like you gotta, you know, get the whiteboard out and do all. Yeah, it's just it's part. It part of it's not my deal. There's like a whole lot of. I mean, the internet has changed how this entire industry yeah. works. You know, like we're able to share so much information, like just at the drop of a hat, and you can just Google search something. And Half like, the things I know how to do, I googled. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime <laughs> my right. car breaks down, yeah. the first thing I do is head to YouTube. Yeah. So when I started, when I started homebrewing, um, you know, really the internet was really just kind of coming into what it was going to be, right? You know, YouTube was still new-ish, and there weren't really people like out making the how to fix my car right, video, right? right? And so it was really about four or five years after I started homebrewing that you really started seeing a lot of those videos pop up where it was like guys at home and like, this is this. And you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, where was where yeah. is this? Because, like, you can read all the same stuff in a book, but, like, there's a lot of brewing that you really just need to see. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the water treatment stuff for me, um, there's a handful of really good resources online with, like, brewing water calculators. Um, and I just really started using those, and they're they're amazing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know. And if you don't have a chemistry background, and if you don't like to do long form math, um, which who does? Yeah, yeah. yeah. put my hand up there. Um, <laughs> you know, they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So you guys are two years in now. Yeah. What the brewery as it is today versus what you envisioned it when you began? How different is it? Uh, I. You know, I don't think we've ever been as busy as I thought we were going to be. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that's just a real industry shift. Sure. You know, eight years ago, you could open a brewery and you'd have people lined up out the door all the time. And, I, you know, I saw this a lot when we first opened. Uh, you know, and really when Code opened, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, another brewery. Really? Oh, my God. It was crazy. Wow. Um, I guess I'm... I'm I'm dead. That's crazy to me because I was excited. Everyone was excited. Oh, right. Like, was excited. In, in, in right. our circle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm deaf to right. that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, there's this whole group of people that are excited about beer, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody's in, right? And then you kind of go to that next layer of the circle and everybody's like, oh, okay. And then, like, the general population's just like, well, <laughs> <sighs> eight breweries in this town. Right. Which was crazy. Which was it, the craziest thing to me. Um, because you look at some place like Fort Collins, which is, I think, pretty comparable to Lincoln. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. there's way more people out there now because of the front range explosion. But, you know, Fort Collins has something like 30 operating breweries. Yeah, they're crazy. And it's the same size college. I always I say this. It's the same size college. It's about the same size of town. 
It's all the same white people. <laughs> like, you know, right? Like, why, you know. White so, with beards it's and different glasses. kinds right. of white people, but it's, it's white people. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. right? They're all um, <laughs> Right? But, you know, I think, I think really we saw when we opened, we got a lot of pushback on, oh, another brewery. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think we really saw some of that with code, too, just in Journal Star comments and Facebook comments hmm. and stuff. So I think we really miss, like, kind of that big swing. Um, when you could just open a brewery and just expect to be really busy. But now it's all off-sale stuff anyway, right? Yeah. People are taking it to go. Right. So that's, I, has that been bigger? It was early mm, on it in was COVID or, it's stuff. It's not anymore, though. Um, but it's it's slowed down a lot, yeah. really, for for everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, I mean, we've done a lot of things differently than I thought we would hear. Um, I really would have liked to got our barrel-age program going because, I mean, we still haven't done that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's another, like, big market shift, you know, that that sort of 750 mil format, you know, 15 to $20 bottles, it's dead. Yeah. And it's dead everywhere. And, you know, outside of a, of a few breweries that are kind of doing that, like, Shelton Brothers Importers model of making a little beer and sending it everywhere. Right. Um, you know, outside of breweries that are doing that, you really don't see a lot of success with those bottles anymore. Hmm. Um, you know, like the Nebraska Brewing Reserve Series. If we tried to launch that today, I don't think it would be successful, um, like it was for us when I started there. Um, so, you know, the industry's really changed a lot. I didn't think we'd be able to make the hoppy beers that we're making. Yeah. And we went from, like, kind of doing, like, trying to brew everything but hoppy beers at home for a while because like oh man everybody's freaking out on ipas and like right about the time we opened was when the ipa explosion just like i mean there was a point we had like nine or ten ipas on okay. board out of 20 beers yeah it's like half the beers. i mean yeah. it just what but you, you had to yeah i mean like and people, well, we like it too so yeah sure. i mean cool. you know sure. yeah That's i fine. mean ipas yeah. are is my problem ipa is probably my favorite style of beer and i wanted to do those beers um, but like when we first opened, like people would come in and be like, "Where's all the IPAs?" And it was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> well, there was one on the board out of five, so <laughs> I think it's probably what they Calm just down. expect. Like yeah, you go, right. You just go into it, right? And they're like, yeah. IPAs. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was something that like when we started build out, like you know, you yeah. just get so laser beam focused on what you're doing. Um, and all the nonsense you have to do and build out that like I think we kind of missed that like coming and oh, really? then like yeah. all of a sudden like you know we're open for a month and it's like where's all the IPAs and it's just like uh, okay we're gonna hit that we'll hit that button I can hit that button give me a couple weeks sure. yeah I need yeah I need three and a half weeks I need a week to, to for it to get here I need half a week for the tank to empty out yeah. I need two weeks to get it on um, but yeah I think really the like shift to like really hoppy beers like kind of took us by surprise um, and then like loggers too like the the real yeah. big shift loggers are back dude I'm so glad too yeah. I mean that's the kind of beers I like to, yeah. to drink a lot well you guys um, crush those yeah, we're I mean, killing. Yeah, we're killing it. Yeah, yeah, and like that just sort of like popped up. You know, it was like, you know, we opened with two loggers. We had Gaze of the Basilisk, and um, and we had Dead Man's Run, um, and you know, it's something I wanted to pursue, uh, but I did, I had no idea that we'd just be able to like put a new logger out like all the time and yeah. like shit. Now that's half that our, either. And yeah. now that's half really? our. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
I, it's just crazy. I would have never seen that one. Coming. No, I'm sure we made fun of it at some point. Like, oh yeah, loggers are gonna take <laughs> right. over. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, craft beer community, calm down. And you know, I mean, really, what took? I, I've always liked German beers. I've always been into like the German beer culture and like British beer culture. Like, I like the lower ABV stuff where you can just go smash beers. Sure. I always say like, you know, I mean, if I'm drinking beer, I like to drink a lot of beer, right? Sure. And yeah. like, I think that we kind of try to reflect that in a lot of the beers we make. Uh, where things are approachable. Yeah, there's uh, nothing too too big. Right, and then like you can switch from one beer to the other and not have some big hiccup in like, oh my god, I can't taste this because of, of this. Um, well, that said, you're about to put out an 8% IPA. 8-6? Eight, eight, we six. have one on right eight, now. Eight, eight, yeah, yeah, I think Wolf Mom was 8, 3, or 4. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm brewing uh, two like almost 9% beers in the yeah, next right, week. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> um, we know how <laughs> But, you know, I mean, really, I've always been a big fan of, like, German and British beers. Um, the thing that's always kept me off of them is just the freshness of them. You know, like, they put them on those container ships. They're in a warehouse oh, yeah. in Europe forever. They put them on a container ship. It takes them weeks to get here. They're warehoused on the East Coast for weeks. They get brought out here. And by the time the beer gets to you, shit, dude, it's three and four months old. Right. Yeah. And the most beautiful beers in the world all of a sudden aren't that good um and so really our our friends at metropolitan in chicago um they were one one of the first breweries in the country really just to focus on lagers okay um before them i mean i chuck and Nut, they're out north pacific northwest they were doing a lot of lagers um now oh shit what's the one at the rocky stadium What's it called? It's a brew. Yeah, there's a there's there's a brew pub there, and the Coors has fucked it all up. They turned it basically into like some blue moon thing now. Sure. But I mean, they were like, Sandlot, Sandlot Brewing, um, and I mean, they were just cleaning house at, at GABF and World Beer Cup every year. I mean, these guys were winning like six and eight and ten medals. Really. And a big part of it was nobody else was nobody was, yeah. nobody was yeah. doing those beers. They and the entry. Not that they weren't <laughs> like world class amazing beers, yeah. because yeah, the judges in those things cannot award medals. So oh, really, if, if they, these, they have yeah, that discretion. Yep. So if these weren't world class amazing beers, it's not like you can just like enter a category, be the only beer, yeah. and win a gold medal. Well, we did that once for uh, the Nebraska broadcasters. Our, uh, our our award for the chucking fruit. Oh yeah, which which fruit can you take the farthest? It was yeah. like this division where it was best web video. Best web video of radio for radio stations. Right. So, that so a group of people who don't do in video. Nebraska. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got second. Right. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know out of how many they didn't tell us. Doesn't matter. But we got second. Out of at least three, we got second. Uh, but this was not that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I really saw what our friends at Metropolitan were doing, and um, and and just really loved all their beers, and it was it just really changed how I thought about a lot of. I mean, those guys really single-handedly are the reason we're doing the lockers we're doing. Really, I love you, Doug. I love you, Tracy. <laughs> I want to say though, really quick, that you can have a three or four month old beer that's local, oh, and yeah, it's yeah. 
just like in line. Well, it likely hasn't been sitting in warehouses exactly. crossing the ocean. And right. Yeah. And, then, right. and the, those warehouse beers from overseas, like when you finally get them on the shelf and when you get it in your house, it's probably seven or eight months old. So, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I just yep. want to yep. throw it out there. And seven or eight months at at least room temperature. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of it's just room temperature yeah. storage. Yeah. And I mean, the big thing is the container ships. Um, you know, um, uh, the only brewery that I know of that really went the distance the last few years to up their quality, uh, Pilsner and Kell started shipping everything on refrigerated containers. Um, they probably started doing that three or four years ago, but nobody else does it because it's so, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. I think we're like four for four now. Brewers mentioning Pilsner or Kell. Podcast, Which is so. fine. It's yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's what. I mean, it invented Pilsner, so you know we'll be okay. Okay, so go. All right, all right. <laughs> well, that's that's cheating then. Like, if you created the style, yeah. then then yeah, obviously everyone's chasing right. that. Yeah, that right. That's cheating. Got to figure that out. I think that's cheating at all. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it really <laughs> <Create> sucks. <style>. <laughs> 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 uh, Does that make you automatically the best? Though? Yeah, you're the winner. Yeah. Well, there you go. Create a new style, and then you're you're set. All right. <laughs> yeah. That was me waving Don't my hands. Go to work. Since none of you could see that. Back to the radio video conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes. You're, you're ago. a pro. You're, we usually don't describe what we're doing. We just we let them guess. Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tease. Anyway, In the biz, we call married. that a tease. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, you guys are, one, still open after COVID. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Well, we're still open. We, we, we talked about it a little with the, the off sale stuff, but how did you have to shift? We still what, are. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. So, COVID isn't over. Um, we're still feeling the impacts of COVID every day, and so is every other small business everywhere. Yep. That's real. So, we've... Can't confirm. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. We are still at 50%. That's okay. for the foreseeable future. Uh-huh. Um, that's by choice. Um, well, I, w- I wanted to commend you guys on that, because yeah. even before there were restrictions in place, you, you guys were very proactive about that, yeah. and yeah. creating a, yeah. a safe environment for people to get yeah. out of the house, to go out yeah. and, and support you yeah. in a way that everybody was comfortable with. Yeah. And not everybody went and did that, right. you know, but right. yeah, you guys, you, you yeah. made it a priority, and I appreciate that. I mean, the, yeah, the, the first week that, I mean, the week that everybody got the temporary shutdowns, um, you know, that Monday night, um, what sucked is, you know, Mondays are typically in the restaurant and bar business, not great nights. Right. We were set up for a banger of a night. And man, like I'm a new, I'm a news junkie, and I'm, I mean, if if I'm sitting around doing nothing, I'm I'm on my Google News feed. Okay. And I've got that thing tuned to like give me what I want, <laughs> not the answers that I want, but the real information very important. that I want. I'm not out there searching for confirmation yeah, bias. No, I'm echo tunnel all the way, echo so, chamber. Yeah. Like, so um, tell me what I want to hear. So you know, I'm always on. I'm always on the news every time I have a break. And I mean, I was watching news stories that day, and like, I mean, it was in the morning. It was like every hour and a half or two hours, you'd see a ramp up in the story. 
and then noon hit, and then it was like every half hour. And then all of a sudden we're open and busy, and it's like seriously like every 10 minutes you're getting a new, a new thing. And we locked our doors. Um, there you know, are people in here. Wow. We locked the doors. We told everybody in here, we were like, hey, yep. <laughs> we're all in here together right now. Here's what's happening. If this is really what's going on, like, we're already fucked, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, you guys can stay here as long as you want. We're going to lock the front doors. If you leave, you can't come back in. Because yeah. technically we were already at capacity, basically. And so, point. and it was like, you so, guys hang out, have beers, and when you leave, we're done for the night. Yeah. And then the next day, uh, we were closed because we had to be for the city. Um, and then Wednesday, um, they gave us the announcement that we could open for uh, off-sale only. Um, and that lasted till what, June? Yeah. Told you, told you. <laughs> so that that must have been the week, the the week after when. So we were on that night. The it was the Wednesday. The night. Wednesday night. Yeah. So this must have been the week after or the the week of that week. I'm uh, guessing the week after because they still had state basketball that weekend. That's right. Right. That's right. And people didn't seem that worried about it. No, but it was yeah. like, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then it hit pretty. Because yeah. like for me, I mean, we were. Uh, beer fest gross me out, right? Um, especially during the winter, it's cold and flu season. Uh-huh. Man, people, you're just handing glasses back and forth, right? You mean before? But yeah, before even before, yeah, even yeah. before COVID, I was always like, man, like you know, like you'd be in the bathroom and some like fat slobs not washing his hands, and oh, you're yeah. like, hey, dude, like it's cold <laughs> and flu season. Right. I had a guy, and so this. When COVID first, like, was really popping hard on the news was um, Extreme Beer Fest in Omaha. And so, like, you know, it's that that sat, that Saturday, it was hitting, 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 hitting. Like, you know, it had been floating around. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that day, it was just like boom, 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 boom. Yep. And, like, I remember being at that festival just like, what am I doing here? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And like that was like I'll call people out in the bathroom for not washing their hands, right? Really? And this guy like doesn't wash his hands, and I was like, "Hey, motherfucker, are you watching the news? <laughs> right? Like, have you seen this? Like, do you understand?" And I can't remember what he said to me. Oh, I would like to hear that. Oh response. God, I wish I could remember what he said to me. But like then, like because what's the response? Side. But then, what's what's the response to it? Because yeah. it's like. I, I didn't wash my hands in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I'd be like, like, oh, yeah, you're right. I should do yeah, that. Yeah, right? It was like something like, fuck you, pussy, or some, you know, <laughs> something along those lines. Definitely. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was basically his comment. And then, like, the whole time, like, I remember just waiting for him to come by our booth and be like, you don't get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Yeah. Hands yeah. up. Yeah. Smart. But, you know, but then... He never came. Damn. He never good. came. But, yeah, I mean, like, for going from... You know, like not even knowing one day if we could even be open to being able to just do off sale um, was hard. Yeah, that's hard for everybody. I mean, it, we shifted everything like that, like on a dime, yeah. and so did everybody else. Yeah. Well, yeah. And no nobody there. was yeah. prepared to do that. Yeah. Moran's. So, Moran's was. Yep. Yeah. By chance, though. You, <laughs> you know, know, they like, launched, they, 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 were they, lucky ha- to have they that happened going just prior. to be able to launch their, like, app for delivery that was set up before oh, yeah wow they've been working on that for months oh i months. didn't know that yeah 
Um, I guess that makes sense because you can't just yep. turn it on, yep. you know. So yeah. you know they they just have. I think they accelerated uh, that a little bit, sure. but like they have that all set up and just happen to be ready to go. No yeah. kidding. And then all the rest of us are like running around like, how do we make a? Yeah. What do how, we do make, how, how do we make? How do we make a website? Order? <laughs> what? Uh, I was I was really impressed with. With everybody yeah. that, that figured it out, though, yeah, you know, that, you yeah. Know, yeah. How, well, we do delivery or we do curbside yeah. or we, we yeah. can set up online order or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and, and from a consumer we, side, like hell that yeah. was yeah. really yeah. big. Right. Right. Yeah. What probably about May? Like I remember, or you know, yeah, dropping by, just like stop here, stop yep. here, stop here, yep. and just like grabbing stuff. Yeah. And and we really went that first month of that was pretty good. Yeah. And then what, what what you run into though is margins on six packs are not what margins are on pints. Sure. You know, you've got sure. a can, a label, a topper, a box, a labor, labor, yeah. all that shit. So like you know you're sitting there going like, man, we had a seven hundred dollar Tuesday, and then you're like, no. uh, kind of. Right. But like you know, but like the first like three or four weeks of that were just bonkers. Like I mean, I couldn't believe how much beer we were selling here. Um, and we got lucky because we had a we had a shipment that was supposed to go um, to Philadelphia for a for a beer fest we were doing out there. Right, Decibel Magazine was doing their beer metal fest. We were part of that, so we had a collaboration beer with one of the bands, and then we were sending out. I think we were sending days out too. Yeah, we had a couple of miles. So we had we like 150 cases of beer that were like wrapped up in the back, ready to go. And then all that got canceled. And, and luck, uh, luckily, um, Philadelphia was really the first city in the country that was like, boom, done. Yeah. Events are done. This is done. This is done. And if we would have, if we would have had um, a couple weeks earlier, if I would have got paperwork into people earlier I mean that beer would have been gone and the distributor out there would just be sitting on it twiddling their thumbs and we would have been sitting here with because like we weren't ready to shift to everything's in cans and going out the door we weren't ready to do that Um, so luckily um, we had about 150 cases of beer that were sitting here that weren't going anywhere and we went from one day going like, oh shit, we can't send this to Philadelphia. What are we going to do? To like three days later, like, it's gone. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> Thank God we have all this beer. Um, and like, you know, really, well, I mean, for a month, I mean, it was almost every other day. You had to figure something else out. Yeah. I know the, the can shortage was a, was a something that affects still still going were there other sorts of supply chain issues that you ran into we got pretty lucky Um, there were a couple like small pieces and parts so I mean basically anything that we use um, equipment wise I mean there's some piece or part that's from launch I mean sure I mean it's just what it is Uh, and you know we we had a couple snags on not critical stuff it was like pieces that I ordered to have backups of this as just part of kind of routine maintenance uh, and there were a couple things like that that we ordered that took forever to get here mm-hmm. the thing that we were really lucky with in the brewing industry is since we're 
basically considered an agricultural product, we all stayed essential workers. And anybody producing supplies for brewing still essential. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and, and really, you know, down the line, you know, malt supplier, agricultural supplier, hop supplier, um, you know, all our label provider, our label provider, um, you know, since they do beer and other food product labels, they're considered Still essential, essential okay. right? So, you know, we really, inside the U.S., um, pretty much anybody that touches anything we do is an essential worker. Um, some of that, some pieces and parts from China became problematic, but it wasn't terrible. Um, but the cans thing... Yeah, so and that's a twofold, right? So part A is nobody's buying bottled in lines anymore. Fine, finally, right, right. <laughs> uh, so you know, basically, every new brewery that's coming online as a packaging brewery, almost everybody's canning. Yeah, um, it just makes so much more sense. You know, across the board. I know Bobby and Scott bought their can, they bought their bottling line and. You know, move to canning cans yeah. as quick as they could. Um, but you know, most most new breweries are moving to canning lines. So many of the bigger breweries are pushing to cans. You know, your Sierra Nevadas, your Lagunitas, your New Belgiums, breweries like that are all moving to cans too. So you know, Ball and Crown are the two biggest can suppliers in the U.S. Um, and really, they've they've seen this coming. Oh, really? The strain that everybody moving to cans was already was it, the strain was already coming right, and then when you go to Coca Cola, Budweiser, and every stupid brewery our size yeah. moving to a hundred percent package, just put it over the edge. Um, they both Crown and Ball have new facilities coming online, like quarter two next year. And their their timing was probably perfect. I mean, I'm sure they all spent five million dollars to figure out the timeline to do it. Um, but yeah, their timelines were really to have new facilities on quarter two, quarter three, quarter four next year. Um, and if COVID wouldn't have hit, everything would have just like slid right through. They would have brought those new things online and boom. But really, I mean, I mean. You got to think about every every Coke that people buy. You know, instead of having instead of having it in your food service, you know, concentrate pack, that's all going to cans now. Everything from Ocean Spray, everything from all the big breweries. So it just it just hit everything real hard on an already tightened supply. So when I the one of the things I had read about was that the seltzer craze yeah. added to that. Too. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Ew, man. Yes. You're not. You're not doing a seltzer. Fuck no. No. But the people want it. 
I know. People Do they still? People, people want, want a lot, a lot of things. I, I feel like that was about ten minutes. Yeah, really? No, Do you think it's, it's done? Still... No, I think it's still going. Really? I think... It's growing. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's growing. Here's the deal. Like you. Can't... I can drink a vodka tonic. Like right. So you can't be all the things <laughs> to all the people. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, that's yeah. that's correct. Yes. So. We do what we do, and we hope we do it really well, and that's, what you're, that's, that's what you're our shooting. focus. Yeah. I've never thought about that with beer. I think about that with restaurants a lot. Like if you're trying to be everything, you're not going to be good at anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I've seen like in lots of like restaurant trade publications is you know, when we do get back to being able to go out, and people are going out, you're going to see restaurant menus shrink, yeah. Yeah. which... Should have happened. That's long. fine. Should have happened a long time. I'm good ago. with that. Make make ten things that are awesome. Stop. Yeah, be known for something. You know, you, know? you don't need pizza and burgers and chicken sandwiches and this yep. and that. What are you? Right, right. Yeah. Sports bar. Yeah, that's important though. I think it's important to have an identity. It's important yes. to know who you are, and it's important for that to come through in in what you're doing. Yeah. So what? I think that's a for me. That's what we're really trying to do every day. So I was gonna say, I think you guys established that really well from day one yeah, of clear. having yeah. personality. Yeah, you know, and right. clearly yeah. you're not lacking either yeah, of you right. in, in personality, yeah, but right. it, but it ah. comes through. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, know, you walk in here and it, it feels like Sam yeah. Michelle's place. Right. And like you know, I I have nothing against what anybody else is doing. I also don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing, yeah. right? Like, I don't care. Like, I, you know, I'm watching what other people are doing. I'm into what other people are doing. But at the end of the day, I, like, I don't want to be doing what you're doing. Like, um, you're not, you're not going to make any decisions based off of what they're doing. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, like, everything that we do is, I feel like it's really always organic, right? And it's like. I'm never, like, setting out to be like, oh, man, we really got to dial in the haze on this one. Like, you know, like, this is never what what's going to happen. Um, how many kinds of cookies can how I make? Like, right, you know, like, you know. As a, I would buy every single one of those, though. I know you would. I know you would. I would buy every one. I know you would. Tim's, Tim's got you sorted out, dude, and that's fucking great. And, he's, you know, and, like, they're really good at, at doing it. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, I go back to all the time, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do really what anybody else is doing. And even, like, beers we make that are similar to other beers, like, I'm not trying to recreate like green flash west coast ipa when i like make a west coast ipa mm-hmm. um i want it to taste like i i want it to taste like our beers yeah um so yeah i mean like yeah it's all it's it's a weird line to walk because you know like we're always taking inspiration from other things and we're you know i'm definitely watching beer trends and seeing what's up what's down and you know like You'll never see us make a like a slushy mimosa goza. You'll never see us do. I mean, I might put something in the stout sometime, but you're never gonna see us. Girls <laughs> waiting for it. You're never gonna see us do like a 13 percent like pastry stout. Like, because part of it is like I don't, I don't dislike those things, but I'm not after it. You know, like. There's a lot of those beers that's like, you know, go to a beer fest or go to a beer share, get two ounces of it. I'm good, you know? Like, I'm good. Totally. Like, you, don't, you don't want a bunch yeah, of that. Right? Yeah, right? And it's like, I I want to make beers that you want to drink, mm-hmm. right? Like I, like I said earlier, 
like I like to drink a shitload of beer when I'm drinking beers, and like I want you to be able, to, I want you to be able to do that too. Yeah. Well, that you was know. that was my impression of you guys two years ago when you opened. Was this is a neighborhood bar sort of feel? Yep. Come in and yep. drink. Don't you know, don't come in here and not not that there aren't good beers, but don't you don't have to beer snob out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come no, here no, and no. drink. No. You know? Yeah, and like you know, what you know, being involved in this for so long, you know, because what I got like I'm like twelve years into this, being a job. Mm-hmm. You know, watching trends come, watching trends go, watching things blow up, watching, and then just watching things just disappear overnight. Like brewed IPAs. I fucking love brewed IPAs. And they're just dead. It's just dead. What was that? What was that? You know, like, it's such a cool beer style, and so many people just did it wrong, that it just, like, it just, like, ruined it. And so, um, but, you know, watching, watching things come and go and being aware of those things is one thing, but, like... You know, we also realize that in a lot of ways, we're still in an emerging beer market here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in bush light territory, we're in bud light territory hard. Um, I like to give people shit that come in here all the time, and you'll see photos of them at a wedding holding like bush lights and stuff. And you're like, but it's the only option. You, you go to a yeah, wedding, that's, right. that's all you so, get. That's all you get. So, you know, we know in a lot of ways that, like, um, you know, being outside of downtown, being outside of, like, you know, being in the neighborhood, um, we know that there's still somewhat of an uphill battle for, you know, craft beer. Um, you know, so that's part of the reason that these beers taste like they do, too. It's like, you know, we want these to be friendly, we want these to be approachable, um, and for people that might be new to it, I mean, it's crazy to me, like, people will come in here, too, and be like, what do you have that's like Bush Light? And you're like, this, and then you'll see them drinking a flight. Really? And... Or like grabbing, the, like you know, you'll they'll come in here after work on a Friday. They'll be at a table with twelve people, and Four. and they're just yeah, yeah. Right. not currently, yeah, not currently, currently six people. Currently, <laughs> it's two people. Yeah, um, the mayor's a big listener, so we want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Um, well, there's no problems here. Yeah, so. there's no problems here. But we're happy to point you towards some other places. <laughs> We got a couple of nasty emails from us, but that's okay. Um, so, can we, uh, no, you should can, say. can we read them on, on here? <laughs> yes, yeah, right, just read them out loud. <laughs> um, the responses are the worst part yeah. of it, but you know. Uh, anyway, dear you guys, we don't give a shit about your problems. Um, so, um, but like, we'd have people come in here like on a busy Friday, and like, you know, they'd come up to the bar and be like, "I want whatever's closest to Bud Light." Mm-hmm. So you're like, "Hey, you know, Dead Man's Run. You know, it's our American Lager. It's made to be that kind of beer." Um, and so you're seeing them sit, or or they'll get like a vodka tonic or sure. something, you know, or a glass of wine, um, and then all of a sudden you see them like grabbing taste off everybody's flights. Sure. This is all before COVID, also. <laughs> yeah, we don't do flights. <laughs> care about germs. <laughs> yeah, right. Back when nobody cared about germs. Um, but you'd see people, like, tasting beers off their flights. And it was always, like, the craziest fucking thing to me. Because it would be the most random beer that you wouldn't think somebody would be like, oh, this is awesome. And, like, they're coming up all of a sudden and be like, oh, I, I'll take that Imperial Stout. <laughs> and well, it's every, like, everybody's got their thing. Like, what? whatever their, their gateway is. Yeah, you know? and then you're just like, what are you talking Like, this is a person that came in that said they wanted a bush light. And yeah. they're getting an Imperial Stout. And the, the weirdest one to me was we did, um, we did a Donf beer a couple times. 
um, which is a German style steam beer. It's basically like the precursor to like Anchor Steam okay. and the California Comet. Um, so we're one of maybe six or eight breweries that's ever done one in the history of American beer. Really? It's a weird, obscure beer. And this lady came in one day and was like giving me all kinds of grief about not having like, I, it was either Bud Light or Bush Light. And it was just giving me a hard time about it. And I was like, look, I don't know what to tell you. We're not going to carry those. We don't, you know, we do guest beer sometimes. We're a brewery. We're a brewery. <laughs> we're brewery our own things. Yeah. And so, and, and so she's like doing the little sips of beers and she came up and ordered, ordered this donk beer. And she looked at me and she said, this is the best beer I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like an old lady? Yeah. Well, she was probably 60, 55, 60. So then she asked, so where else can I get this? Yeah. Nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, no. <laughs> Germany. Even in Germany, it's not even like a really? real beer. Like, it's still rare in Germany. Um, so, yeah, and it was just, it's just so bizarre because you just, you just don't know. And, like... That was the weirdest one of me. This is the best beer I've ever had. And I'm like, cool, because that's probably the weirdest beer we've ever made. Like, it's the most obscure shit. We had a guy from Kansas City come in here. He was up here for the Raven Sour Fest last year. And he was like, well, he was like, I was going to leave. And he said, I've got notifications set up on Untapped. Um, he's like, I only have five beer styles that I've never had. And Doff beer is one of them. And it's the only reason he came here. Wow. He like came in here, had that, had a had a half pour of something else, and like was like, "Cool, man, thanks, guys." <laughs> just to, just to check a box. Yeah, just a ticket. <laughs> sure. What? Like that was the weirdest shit to me. He's like, "Yeah, I have four or five styles I've never had," and so I found him on Untapped, and like dug through his stuff, and it was just like insane. And like the stuff he hadn't had was. It was like some real weird Japanese shit, that, and it was all stuff I'd never even heard. Of. Sure, it was just sure. like, well, the the style was on tap is long. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a feat. Yeah, and it's and, and it's weird. It's really long, and it's not and really it's not long. And there's enough. no way you're like, why is it? Why would you want to do that? Because <laughs> well, like we'll do stuff, and I'm like, and Michelle will be like, what am I supposed to put yeah, this in on tap? There's and I'm no like, category. Uh, this? Yeah, I don't know. Ale. But yeah, um, ale. Yeah, that's a, you just yeah you just default. Yeah. There's a lot of times you just default to like, fuck it, just call it pale ale. Yeah. It's an IPA. Ale I don't other. know. Lager yeah. other. other lager slash other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. It's fucking um, weird. This shit's yeah. all weird. It's well, like, weird. Um, my co-host, he he like doesn't even like beer at all. But when Kevin will bring stuff in. Um, He'll like the really sweet stuff, like yeah. And that tends to be like the higher yeah, yeah. ABV, you know, stuff like that. And I always think that's that's always funny to me because usually you'd start, yeah, you know, at the bush line, yeah, or, crispy. And he's like, yeah, you crispy, crushable, the sweet stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like this is fantastic. Well, that that was, like I said, there's something different for everybody because. For, for a lot of people, it was, it was Boulevard Wheat, right? Oh, like yeah. that, that's your that's your gateway. For some people, Tank 7, yeah. is, is, is yeah. farmhouse style. But you've got the people that go with the Saisons, and then you've got people that are just like, oh, man, IPAs. Yeah. This, this tastes different. It has flavor. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and that's yeah. their gateway, which to right. me, that was my very last thing yeah. I ever right. got into. Yeah. I remember being in college and telling my, my wife now, like, don't let me ever buy an IPA. I mean, just blindly pulling stuff off the shelf, like, "Oh, this is terrible." Yeah, never let yeah, me. Don't do you see the word yeah. "pale"? Yeah, yeah, take it out of my hand, and and we just 
foreign yeah, that's now. Crazy. That's crazy. Well, like my mom, my mom was has never been a big. I mean, she's not a big drinker. Um, she's never been a big beer drinker. And then um, it was Great Nebraska Beer Fest one year. We were doing. Um, it was the last year. Did you guys ever come up to that? When it was still in the parking lot at the brew pub at NBC. Oh no, no. So we was, went. Is it the one that's uh, at the at the ballpark now? Well, yeah, and then they moved it to the fairground, the Sarpy County Fairgrounds. Oh, okay. Last okay. year. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so it was like the last year we were doing it in the parking lot by the brew pub, and uh, uh, Bill Sizek from Stone, aka Doctor Bill. <laughs> he's you. not a Just real. You. He's not a real doctor. Um, so. Um, <laughs> Bill was one of the first like Cicerone, uh, certified master Cicerones in the country, and he did like a lot of beer and food pairings at, at Stone. Okay. And so this was like pretty early on when Stone came in, and so they like wanted to come out here and hit the fest hard. And so Bill came out and was doing like a stout and chocolate pairing, and my mom went to that, and it was one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me in my life. Is my mom came up and she said. Um, hey, do you know where I can get this? I can't remember what stout it was. It was one of the stone stouts. And she was like, do you know where I can get this stout? Yeah. <laughs> what? What are you who talking you about? Stout? Who are you? Yeah. Where, yeah. And I was like, well, and she was like, well, you know, I, I never have liked these. They've always seemed like too big and roasty. And mm. But she was like, the way he paired it with the chocolate like just like litter up for stouts and now my mom will like drink a giant imperial stout really <laughs> it's the weirdest shit that you're, you're never gonna brew for her that i'm never <laughs> she, she's got your friend death it's like okay. she does. a3 yeah you know yeah yeah, and That's my great. mom's favorite is Wolf Mama. Yeah. <laughs> and Michelle's mom, yeah. who never drank IPAs in her life until Ever. we opened this brewery, never. comes in here and will like, walk out with like as much IPA as she can fit in her crotch. <laughs> and it's just the weirdest shit to me. It's yeah. just the weird. And then, you know, my dad's just still sitting around going, oh, this one's pretty, this one's too hoppy. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> He's not listening to podcasts. So. No, it's okay. My, my dad was the same way. Old Milwaukee. Like, yeah, that was, that was, that was all we ever had in the fridge is Old Milwaukee. <laughs> And then he discovered IPAs. Yeah. Like, oh, right? It's so, okay. well, and like the crazy thing to me with the IPA trend is. Oh, fuck. Um, I think so many brewers and beer drinkers have always gravitated towards IPA. And like, you know, that's always been like the, the secret go to uh-huh. beer for us, you know? And you'd always go in and you'd be like, why are there only three IPAs on everywhere? Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day it just flipped. And so when, like, when I see people, like, complain about it, it's just like, dude, this is, like, what brewers want. This is the golden age, huh? Right? Yeah, it really is. And it's like, you know, this is why we grow hops. And, like, right. this is, like, I get why people don't like them. At the same time, like, this is what every brewer has wanted for 30 years. Yeah. Is just this explosion of IPAs. Because it's it's really, the I mean, it's the best way to, I mean, it's the it's the best delivery mechanism for hops, yeah. right? Like, I like not hoppy beers, too, like a lot, you know? But if you really want to, like, really dig in and see what hops taste like, the only way to do it is IPA. Um, everything else is just too subtle. You know, you're balanced out. 
I mean, I think our IPAs, you know, we're still trying to have malt shine through. We're still trying to have like whatever other flavors are going on shine through. Um, but like, you know, IPA is the hop delivery device. Yeah. yeah. And like, God bless all these farmers and all the all the breeders and all these people that are just putting out these like crazy hops all the time. And I think that's just really part of it too, is, you know, even 10 and 12 years ago, you were still dealing with this really small pool of, you know, 30 or 40 hops you could use. Now all of a sudden it's like, it's hundreds. Are you, yeah. are you one of those hundreds people chasing that, that hot new hop all the time or? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. Um, because for me, part of it is the business side of it. Well, those things get real expensive sure. real quick like I, I like galaxy hops i'm not paying 32 dollars <laughs> a pound for that shit because then i have to pass that on to other people yeah. and yeah. i don't want to have a 12 dollar six pack yeah um and to me part of the thing that happens with those hops too is you just get this saturation of of what it is we don't use citra hops here at all. We do uh, mosaic and thousand truths, and that's it. And if that if that beer wasn't so good to me, I wouldn't make it because everybody's using a shitload of citra. Everybody's using a shitload of mosaic. I have nothing, nothing against it. It's like you know, part of the way I talk about the way we brew comes across as shit talking to people sometimes, right? And it's not. You guys go do your thing. I don't care. You're just going to do something better. I don't... That's right. Different. We're doing something different. So, like, you know, like, for me, like, I just got, like, palate fatigued on that. Like, Citra Mosaic, Citra Mosaic, Citra Mosaic. I, I like Galaxy Hops a lot. Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy. Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. Mm-hmm. And between the cost of them and the fluctuation and availability of them, that price, though, just kills me. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just, uh, you know, we're all, I'm always looking for new hops, so you know, like um, we do new stuff in test batches well, all the time. So like, so like, open hearted, which is our yeah. was our like summer lager. Um, we used a brand new hop out of Michigan uh, called Emerald Spire. Okay. Um, these guys came through after the uh, Brewer Growers Conference last year, and they showed up with all these like new, and they were all brand new varieties. And they were like, hey, we're growing all these in Michigan. This is a farmer. We're the breeders. And then they, like, just dropped us all these samples. Hmm. I was like, cool. So I brewed I brewed that open-hearted lager. We did a test batch with it. And I loved it so much. I loved that hop so much that that beer went from being a test batch to on the shelf to, like, three and a half weeks. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. It's a great beer. I drank a lot of that. It was crazy. I mean, we. I mean, the second that I tapped that, I was like, "This is the next seasonal lager." I called our designer. I was like, "Jared, I was like, I need this in like three days," (laughs) and I ordered them all, and I ordered the hops, and I mean, we went from that being a pile of beer to on shelves at Hy-Vee's and Moran's and End Street, three weeks. Yeah, (laughs) it was. That's it's insane. It's so good. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always looking. I'm always looking at those new ingredients, yes. pretty much constantly. Um, and I don't really, I'm not really concerned with it being the hot thing. You know, like I get it and it's good and I like it, and so we do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't have to run it by anybody. But me. 
I don't have to run. And I'm like, it's cool. You like it? I like it. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, I, like, our, our malt supplier, I mean, they've come out with like two or three new malts this year that we've moved one of them into beers. Um, we did a pile, yeah, that was Randy. Hi, Randy. You're not listening to the podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we're, I'm always on the look for the new shit though. Yeah. 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 And what, what you run into though, is like, you have this like production cycle, right? And like you have these beers like that you are making all the time, yeah. and it's like, eh, and like how do you slide? How do you slide that new stuff in? Right? Sure. And sure. like one of the things that's really killed us on like pumping out new beers all the time is just COVID hitting and the taproom being slow. Yeah. Because for a long time, this was our outlet for those beers. You know, I could do a half batch. We could put it all on tap. It would disappear in three months, and then you know we just were able to like roll that way all the time. Well, now, since so much of this has gone to throw it in cans, get it on the shelf, and even just the not being able to put some of that in draft and, like, yeah. send out, a, you know. how much of it ends up at a Happy Raven or somewhere. Right, like you know, it's like it used to be we could, like, throw a bunch of it in six stoles and, like, Poor would take it, Happy Raven would take yeah. it, Moran's yeah. would take it for the Crowlers mm-hmm. and their tap room. And, you know, you'd send it up to Omaha and Crescent Moon would always put it on. You know, there were there were always eight or ten accounts that we could count on, like, being like, hey, it doesn't matter what you put out, we'll take it. Um, and having that disappear and the tap room kind of dry up for a while is really kind of put the brakes on, like, let's make a big fucking pile of this beer. Yeah, sure. Um, well, we can't have... 30 beers on right now either. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't make sense to have that many beers on tap. And having a shitload of beers on tap doesn't make sense either. Yeah. Yeah. Not to derail the conversation, but Slimes a lot was crazy good. Thanks. Very good. Like the the salt in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's the salt that really does it. Yeah. Well, I'm not, lime's not my thing. Yeah. But some lime and some salt. (laughs) So here's what's crazy with this beer. So, like, when we did the pilot batch for this, like the the big thing that I, I changed the lime product that we were using. Like when I did this at home, I was like zesting all the limes, right. like on my what's that? Potato. Rotato. Rotato. The Rotato. <laughs> the Rotato Express. Uh, so uh, Which every brewery, every brewery has them. Really? So, yes. <laughs> But, like, zesting the amount of lime that we needed for this was just, I mean, what? Come on. No. (laughs) This is not happening. So, um, a new lime product showed up, and I was like, oh, I'll have to see how this this goes. So, on the last batch of uh, Famous Golfer we did, I just pulled some of that off because I was like, ah, it's the same. It's it's pretty much the same-ish beer. Let's get this lime dialed in on this. So... Did all the math and basically told me that I needed to do like 120 pounds of lime. Okay. So brewed the beer, got everything in it, let it ferment, and then like I always let all the fruit ferment out. Like I, I just, I just do. Um, so kicked the lime in, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna push this all in. We'll get it mixed up. We'll see how it tastes. Got it all in, mixed it up, tasted it, and I was like, oh shit. So then um, I was like, okay, I'll 
I'm gonna come back tomorrow, see how it tastes. So came back on Sunday, mixed mix it up again just to make sure it was all mixed up, tasted it again. I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm gonna come back tomorrow just, just to make sure. For another So mix it up again, taste it. I went I went from and this is just a scale up story too, right? Like, you know, like how you do it on this level versus how you do it on like giant batch of 500 gallons is not the same. So I went from thinking I needed like 120 some pounds of this lime concentrate to 44 pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, so you hit it hard. You <laughs> hit it hard the first time. I was like, holy shit. And like, you know, you're just sitting there like, how can what we did on 15 gallons change that much to 15 barrels? Right. And, yeah. it, and it just did. Huh. And so luckily, I only pumped 44 pounds in, not 120 some, because otherwise, it's, I mean, it would just be undrinkable. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not. It's good. It's not. It's Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I got to take a break. I, I do, too. You, you, we want to take yeah. a pause? Yeah. Pause time. Okay. Wait this is the best we've got, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and I know we're back. Anyway, we're back. We're back. Did you talk about anniversary? No, but yeah. we were gonna. That's yeah. That's our question. We we were gonna Sweet. turn it over to you and oh. okay. uh, make make Sam shut up for a while. Yeah, yeah somebody runs his mouth a lot, <laughs> a lot. Uh, yeah, you yeah. guys. So we've mentioned two years in, you were gonna throw a huge party. Yeah, so we were gonna throw a big party similar to last year's party, which was. Bonkers. Crazy town. Best day since we opened. By a lot. By a lot. But uh, obviously we can't do that. So we're trying to be creative. We were, th- tra- we were throwing around some ideas actually on our way home from that Denver trip of how we could change things up a little bit. Um, talked about pulling SDLs and doing some stuff out in the parking lot mm-hmm. and you know, it's October and weather's not always reliable and it costs them a lot of money to pull an SDL and throw toilets out there and fences, whatever, sure. fencing and staffing and whatever. And, and it's COVID. Yeah. So, you know, it's like trying to decide what are, what's the best payoff. So, uh, just kind of landed on doing like a special or, a a deal or an event or whatever every day just to try to do something so uh, I feel like we're sticking to our you know baseline of crafts <laughs> doing a craft in there uh-huh. um, and then we're doing some specials every day so um, yeah we have something going on every single day and I think they're all good ideas so well, you came of, up with them all. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. They're the best ideas. So, so that's so, next week. 
That starts on Sunday. Sunday yeah. the 11th. Sunday I don't know through what people Saturday. Are Sunday the 11th the through idea, Saturday the 17th. The ideas she had for all these events are as good as all the ideas I've had for beers. That's right. See? <laughs> every idea. Ta-da! Of okay, every idea okay. I've ever had for every event we've ever had. <laughs> Which is a lot of events. F-I-D. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, off the top of your head, you want, like, I, I don't, you every day run, you run through a wall, but, like. Sure, so Sunday is all day happy hour, all drinks, all day. Monday is $2, your first pint is $2. Okay. Uh, Tuesday. For two years. Yeah, for the two years. <laughs> uh, so next year it'll be $3? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, get into, like, It keeps getting better for you 20 guys. 20 20 Oh, my God. Just fast forward. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this shit. Come in. Um, it's like my grandma used to give us a dollar for every year of our birthday. Yeah. Until we were like 35, and then she was like, you've had another Nice. <laughs> I did the math. You, you yeah, came out of it. It's enough yeah. money for you. Oh, um, shit. Uh, day three is vintage release of Your Friend Death. 2018 so Your Friend Death. Put that out on, the, on Tuesday. We were just talking about old beers being bad. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so bad it's good. Uh, day three is a craft night, so we're doing pumpkin carving. So we're going to do bring your own that night because, again, we're in COVID. So we're trying to be as responsible as possible in everything that we're doing. Uh, night four is trivia night. Uh, we're doing twilight trivia with special bonus round, candle or beer. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I've been dying to do this. I've been dying to do it. That's great. <laughs> the whole time. I would be so bad. Chocolate cinnamon scone. I would drink that beer. There's no way you could ever know. There's no way you could ever know. Gingerbread vanilla. Yankee candle hype beer. Friday, we're doing the 22 ounce stadium cup party cup um so it's a 22 ounce fill for pint pricing and then you get to keep the cup so it's a black cup it has our Mark little two year i do want one yeah. logo on it and then we can make we can make things up. we can make things out yeah. you guys know some yeah. people i know two people okay cool and then saturday <laughs> we're having mary ellen's come in mm. um so they'll be here from five to eight nice. which we haven't Ooh. had them here in a long time. Yeah, we just started doing so, food trucks again what, yeah, last week. Last week or was our first food truck. Yep. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to do reverse happy hour at 8 to 10. And then we're going to do a little raffle. So all day you come in, you buy a beer, throw your name in the hat, and then we'll do like a little $50 item giveaway. We didn't talk We didn't talk about so, this. It's coming out of your event. Yeah. So, <laughs> read the event details. It's in there. Um, so that'll be on Saturday. So... Hopefully, we'll have a good turnout and kind of incentivize people to come out more than once, yeah. hopefully, to support. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Because cool. getting people in this room is honestly the most important thing right now as far as cash flow goes. So, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really think that's one of the things that's been really hard for us with COVID is this year, I mean, we have this huge parking lot, right? Yeah. Like, Nobody that's back here with us is open on the weekend, right? Like Saturday, it's your Dollar General and us. And, you know, they need 10 parking spots for that all day. 
And so losing this whole, I mean, we were planning on like doing like shows out here and events out here like all summer. Mm. And like to lose every couple weekends like an event where we can have like, you know, a thousand people show up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you were telling me you were lining up bands and like. Yeah. I mean, we, we could do shows out here in the parking lot all the time. And, um, you know, for our two year anniversary stuff, I mean, we could have lined up just crazy, ridiculous shit. And um, it's not happening. It's not happening. But are you guys gonna drink any more beer? No, you're I'm good. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany's trying to close. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's been one of the really hard things this year because, like, doing doing things in the parking lot last year were it was like you know everything was still new to us and like adding that other thing on, even though we probably could have made good money doing it. Like, we don't want to do things that are going to be half-assed right and um you know this year we were really ready to like ramp that up and like use the parking lot get bands in get you know food truck rallies that kind of stuff and you know just losing losing that all just it just yeah Yeah. it's just too much yeah yeah so lame so anyway hopefully it'll be a fun week we'll be responsible about it i think that you know our staff's not messing around, so. No, that year Gosh, three yeah. party's gonna be a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It'll be a Pinnacle Bank Arena. <laughs> <laughs> we got Journey. No, no. 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 Aerosmith. <laughs> 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 Wrong. Wrong. Were you guys talking? Was, was, was that you guys that we're talking about? Bands that you just shut off all the time. There was a podcast I listened to a few weeks. Oh, probably. Ago. I don't. I don't think it could have been. I don't know. I, I don't shut anything off because I yeah. don't care about any of it. So like, so. Aerosmith is like the worst band to us. Yeah, if it comes on, it's Steven Tyler. If you're yeah. listening. Yeah. No, he always listens. He's yeah. 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 But we always so. tell him how much we hate him. So. Yeah. 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 He just likes that we mention. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants you to be yeah. talking about. Him. <laughs> Any press is good press. Yeah, every <laughs> time. Holy shit. It's so good. It's so great. It was free. Uh, yeah, Aerosmith. If you turn the car on and Aerosmith's on you immediately. Yeah. Change. Change. Right into a tree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just, with no seatbelt. <laughs> I like the roller coaster at Disney World. It was cool. Uh, we won't. No, we, we don't go, go to Florida. We go to Disneyland. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. We go. Yeah. To, I, I didn't mean to ignite this view. We go to Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, purist. I, I appreciate yeah. it about you guys. Yeah. yeah. In, Space in Mountain. Beer, and then you're in your Disney. Yes, that's true. Though, Space right? Mountain. Where, yeah. where, do you have a Space Mountain take? Space, Space Mountain's garbage. Yeah, you oh, I love Space Mountain. Space oh, Mountain's so my, my favorite that's Disney right. ride. It's my favite ride at Disney. It really yeah, is. It really <laughs> is. I don't disagree. Yeah. I. One. They have Space Mountain at Disney World. Yeah, they do. They Space Mountain. I mean, it's, it's it's inside the ball in the airport. No, 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 no. That well, that's Spaceship inside. Earth. It's got to be inside. Spaceship Earth. That's Spaceship Earth. Inside oh yeah, I did that one. Space Mountain's more of like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's it's in a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Space Mountain. Yeah. Okay. It's but it's inside. It's dark. Dark. Yeah. I thought it was. Black. I don't remember it at Disneyland. I remember it at Disney World, yeah. and I just remember thinking it's too small. No. I am too large for yeah, this, and yeah. it hurt. Right. Yeah. Which might yeah, just be a me yeah. thing. Yeah. Me, uh, right. Yeah. But, it's, yeah. but it hurt. Stop being sure. tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're big Disneyland fans. Yeah. 
I appreciate that. I agree. That was one of the things we had talked about. Never been to the land. COVID hit. Never been to the land. I've only I, been to the world. I went like for a day in high school with with high school with band. That's cool. Yeah. We we marched. I went with family. Then we got the backstage tour and it ruined the whole thing. Yeah. No, don't yeah. look behind the camera. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't want to see that shit no, either. No. I want the perfect part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I paid $300 to get in for it to be shit. perfect. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see Mickey perfect. without his head. None of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. They let you yeah. see Mickey without his head. No, He's not even a dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are we done? I think we got to let's do our things to end up. I think Urban Dictionary is dead. Urban right? Dictionary is canceled. I don't is think it? I had a dream either. Well, for us, it's it, they haven't updated it. Like we we'd go on. They've I'll got, check it. They've got this top thirty thing, and we we'd pick out a couple of them, and they they aren't updating that top thirty. So if they're not going to do their work... No. Yeah. Wetter Than an Otter's Pocket is no. still on yeah. there. Mamala. Uh, Mamala is still on there. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking all this shit I up. missed this part <laughs> of the talk. I did too. I don't know. Uh, Josh Box calling. Should we have him on the pod? Yeah, put him on. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got to hey, put that fam. on speaker. Hey, Josh. Hey. What up, fam? We're, we're still here, but they're closed. Sam's still there or not? Yeah, you can't bring your kids either, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a new thing <laughs> forever. Like friend, Josh. <laughs> what? Uh, you're doing a bad job at speakerphone. My, my phone's bad at speakerphone, I know. Um, hi, he Michelle. Can hear his headphones. He says, hi, Michelle. Oh, hey, Josh. <laughs> you should let us in. He says you should let him in. Oh, is he here? Is he outside? Go let him in. I am outside. He is? Just go let him in. <laughs> Fine, you can come in. Special guest! Bye, Josh. <laughs> wow. So I'll say what I say on every podcast about Josh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, let us have it. He's a total smartass, and that if you don't already know that, you're missing out. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> I know you guys know that. <laughs> but, but, you know, he makes a good shirt, so you got to put up with him. Yes. Have to. Have to. Have to. <laughs> I'll put up with him. He texts all the time, you know. I, oh, I'm yeah. Just nonstop. Yeah. Just text and text and text. <laughs> put me on your podcast. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about something new. You want to do Did dream? you guys see this beer? I don't have a dream. Uh, did, yeah, did you see this peanut, peanut butter beer? Yeah. Check out this peanut butter oh, beer. Oh, no. I know. The worst. This guy. He always tries to trigger Mark about peanut butter it beers. It worse. Peanut butter, like the worst. Uh, I don't. I don't see you. Hey, you guys. Hey. What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey. Want to be on a podcast? We're still rolling. Yeah, still going. Yeah. We're just about. We're, to we were going to dream journal. I heard you're a big fan of the Big Ten. I love it. <laughs> Favorite conference. See you guys. Have the, the pods play tonight? Yeah, pods play tonight. Just started. started. No days yeah. off. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for letting us in. Yeah. Are you guys still recording? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's happening right now. We're, we're hearing everything you're saying. I mean, your shit's all getting edited out, but, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not editing. No, it's I'm not, not getting edited. Is so. it on the whole time? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. much. Uh, I'll take whatever, man. Did you have a dream? Yeah, I did. I think it was like four words. Let me pull oh, it up. shit. Yeah. Um, hang on. It says... 
<laughs> it says, I opened the Twizzlers. <laughs> what? What is, it? what is this? This is Dream Journal. We write down all of our dreams. Oh, yeah. And uh, that one just says, I opened, I opened the, the Twizzlers. Twizzlers. We've had Twizzlers that have been in our cabinet for a long time. Sometimes they're simple. We, sometimes they're less simple. We had them for a road trip, and then we never ate them on that road trip. They've yeah. just been there for months. Oh, yeah. my God. Those Twizzlers. Yeah, those Twizzlers. I've had a hard time dreaming with COVID. Like, I've been a lucid, vivid dreamer, like, my whole life. And, like, ever since COVID hit, like, it's just really darkness it's it's so much crazier and it's so much just weirder yeah Yeah. i don't even know how to you want you want a level of that right yeah i mean yeah i'm a big fan of it Uh right like you know because like for a a huge part of it like i'm pretty in control of dreams right or at least i'm really jealous of that or at least like being in the flow of it right like i might not be able to like stuff, but like I'm, oh, boy, gonna in, you know, you can at least like, enjoy it. I'm in it, yeah. right? And then yeah. they're like the last like six Don't months, fuck you. off. And like I see all these like reports of like people saying the same thing. It's just like I'm having these crazy, lucid, vivid dreams, and it's like the weirdest shit that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. Should be less drugs. Well. It's not really not, not, many. not no drugs. Not we own a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, it's not really that many drugs. <laughs> Two. Nobody's listening. It's fine. it's fine. It isn't. Two drugs. Can't find it. Three. Can't find it in my house. Three. No, one one is love. One's love. <laughs> Don't forget chicken. Don't forget those chicken wings. Four. That's a lot of drugs. A lot of chicken wings. A friend, a friend of mine also says married sex is gross. Oh, because it's better. <laughs> it's way dirtier. What? Oh, sweet. That's stuck to the fucking podcast tape. is over. Yeah. Fuck. The end of the podcast forever. I see it. I see it running. <laughs> I can see the computer screen from here. Just got a couple of likes. Don't forget we're on Instagram. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they can't forget because really? they didn't. Yeah, just show an Instagram your thing. I'm not an Instagram. I'm the Instagram guy, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna make it a powerhouse. So now you're all about promoting things at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Now that you're doing only on thing. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to threeyearslater.com. Don't yeah. go to Twitter. Fuck go Twitter. To Instagram. <laughs> Twitter's a goddamn. I'm your first. Uh, fo- we're your um, first follower. Yep. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. I'm going to have to get on that. Yeah. Well, you're not first, or you're not even like fifth at this That's point. Right. Yeah. I just want to be yeah. yeah, there's yeah. some randos well, in there. He just yeah. wants to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. There's at least five people. Well, that, I mean, that's that's why he, some he reached out to you guys tonight, because he wanted to be involved. Yeah. Let me in! Are you guys still recording? <laughs> uh, Connor, if you had to name your favorite patron of ours, who would it be? Me. Okay. All right. Because every October first or every first of the month, I it says you just paid five dollars. Yeah. Three years later, and I think, why did I do that? But I did. Well, thank you, Connor, for that. Also, You're welcome. Josh, nice. for that as well. Um, and our other five people who give us money each month. Five dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, it Sorry. sits in an account, and someday we'll do something with it. Sweet. Uh, so thank you for We're that. Rich. You could you could be like those people <laughs> and contribute. Get a bigger. Microphone. We I know. This I know. thing. Maybe one day we can each have microphones. Uh, hang on. All right. <laughs> Slow down. Dream on. Then dream you got to get a mixer. Yeah. Then you got to get a mixer, yeah, too. Yeah, that's too. And then you got to get a gate because somebody's breathing funny the whole time. No, no. This. 
It's fine. One microphone. That was, was a echoey. Mic, that was a Mike Pence did. <laughs> you got a gate. With the fly. He was, yeah. Mike Pence was breathing funny in his nose oh. last night. Mm. It was real <laughs> bad. He needed a gate. It was real bad. It seems like a cool Yeah. Right. A good engineer would have shut that down. It was probably some Democrat. I was gonna say that was on the on the soundboard. I have no I mean, control. Ima- I can make this happen. Imagine that the sound guy was a Democrat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. No, no post yet. Oh, no, shit. we're well, we're, you know, we're just, just follow it, John. One of those yeah. accounts. No posts. Oh, we're having posts. You, you not only get to be our first follower, but also our first post. I'm gonna so. add you to your, to my close friends list. Thank oh. you. I didn't even know that was a thing. What Wait, is that? what? I don't know. We're not I don't on know that, that, right? Is either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must be a new feature. Just sub fam shirts, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're gonna finish up. See you guys later, Michelle. Thanks for having us out. People come to Cosmic Eye, do all the two-year anniversary stuff. Help support local, drink local, buy local, all that stuff. Yeah. Get a Josh shirt while you're here. Yeah. Okay, don't. Get a Josh shirt. Get a Josh shirt. Uh, Thank you. Goodbye. Peace. See ya. Nice. Good job. You did it. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.